Good evening to all our listeners across the world, because we have got worldwide listeners. <laughs> a global brand. It is. It is a global brand now. <laughs> Episode one two six of two minutes for chatting, and uh, well, it seems to be the case every episode now. But so much to cover, so much, uh, so many good things. Not really. More so bad things. Uh, I don't know. We've got quite a few games to go over. Some off-ice stuff and just the general the general nonsense in between. So let's get straight into it with uh, the, the unfortunate current run of form. Uh, I mean, we've said, we've said it too many times, but... Uh, re- recent games, incredibly, including some penalty shot wins that we'll come on to against Dundee and Coventry. Uh, <laughs> I had to get that in, didn't I? Yeah, that's uh, no, good. It's good. Uh, and a away win at Nottingham. So all all our wins in the last since last recording were all away wins, which is interesting. Um, but defeats to Dundee. Two to Manchester, two to Sheffield, and a Challenge Cup draw in there with Guildford. Um, I would say it's more miss than hit at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's putting it kindly. Definitely is. Um, I think let's let's go let's go all the way back to take, take uh, us back. Take I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back as far as I can. So not not the, something we want to relive, but well, maybe that's, maybe that's the third, why we're here. maybe the third of January is. Um, it was a a penalty shots win against Dundee, uh, but then followed by two defeats to Sheffield. Let's just um put those aside for one sec. We two we'll, we'll take the Dundee games in isolation. So we one game we won in penalty shots, and then the other uh, was a overtime loss on the thirteenth. Um, so I guess both both on the scoreline tight, um, but but it just it it shocked me first of all we managed to win anything penalty shots, and then it didn't shock me when we lost in overtime. <laughs> yeah, two two very equal games and. You know, basically both had the opposite side of the coin for outcomes. Um, yeah, I think that the first ones, the penalty shots one, um, was um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to actually kind of remember that far back now, but um, from memory, we scored a couple of power play goals. I think you know. Power play was kind of rolling at that point. We were doing quite well there. Yeah, back back in those days. <laughs> yeah, back in those days, uh, four weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, yeah, Charlie Combs getting a couple of um, power play goals there. Gary Hayden again scoring, putting up points. Um, and then Darian Craighead getting the the winner and the and the sh- the I was going to say the shutout. Shoot, uh, shoot out. Yeah, it was a nice move actually. That to be fair to him. 
Yeah, yeah. Some so, some people would say that's all he's done, but listen, well, I, I remain I remain neutral at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll maybe come on to that. But yeah, no, good good to get a win up in Dundee at any point. So um you know, especially with their the one line that they've got, which is unbelievable out, out of this world. And you know, the the only line that they've got apparently, so yeah, well, you, you say that because the the fourth three the the following game, um, two goals two goals from Spencer Nass and two from Ryan Valentini, uh, kind of compounded their overtime misery as it as it stood at the time, um, and albeit it's another point. It was just, it's just frustrating when we lose these, these kind of games. Matt Barry, Craighead, and a rare Cody Solgal, to give him credit, was a, was a, was a nice shot. Um, mm. But yeah, it's just, I, I, I didn't like the whole one line. They've only got one line comment because a, a yeah. we couldn't, we couldn't really stop it and be. What like it feels like that's kind of all we had at times, if if even one none. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, he's alluded to Dundee having one really good line uh, in their forward department, whereas I was just thinking, well, at least they've got that. <laughs> we don't, we don't really yeah, have yeah. that. Um, you know, I think, albeit missing. Um, Missing Pellick, probably somebody else. I can't, I can't remember who was out of that game. But um, Sanch was still out, I think, at that time. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, down a couple of bodies, but just yeah, just again in general, and you know, Kyle Lane and the Nets for that one, and eighty-eight point five save percentage. It's not really, it's not going to cut it, and I don't, I don't want to put all the blame on him because. You know, it is a, a collective effort, but you know, it needs to. You you need to. We need to start trying to work out what's going wrong in, in these games, and um, you know, try to find this, the stats to see how many shots they had. But yeah, I think I don't think they had. I don't think they were like wildly. I think actually we had more shots than them in that game. Um, yeah, the the theme for me, and and it has been in previous episodes I've definitely said this but it's how soft we are defensively and the goals we concede yeah they're so easy um and I saw that uh, there was a recent kind of analysis tweet thread about it and yes uh-huh. like th- there is no doubt that the coaches see this and analyze it but it for me that it just it does sum up like how poor some of the defending is and the lack yeah. of effort. Like that, that overtime winner, I think, was quite soft as far as I remember. It's a while since I've seen the highlights, but well, it's I've almost as if they kind of down tools in in overtime. And we've heard it from from the head coach as well. He's talked about it being a lottery before, and when you get to overtime, three on three, but. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, if we are going to be 
that kind of team and you know not take care of games in, in regulation then we need to we need to be working more on three on three yeah yeah I've, I, I've always thought that penalty shots I get that that's a bit different a wee yeah, bit different yeah. because yeah. you're not you're 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 going to practice it but the emphasis of your practice will be mainly on you know kind of special teams and stuff but I, I would include three on three in that and I just think it's a wee bit soft and especially against like Dundee and Manchester who at the moment realistically if we're honest are the teams that we are going to be competing for playoff places with so you know the the the, the following games there's a 3-2 down in Sheffield, which came just after a, a, a was a six three loss yeah. at Brayhead. So the home form shocking. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Again, conceding six goals to anyone. Um, three of them power plays. So just coming on to that because I know I've kind of gone off on a tangent from the Dundee games, but our penalty kill is the worst in the league where do, even, where do we even start with that I think it's 70 72.8% so pre- I mean that's um, that, that's just that if if you're going to give away penalties for whatever you can't always control that but you know you're the worst the worst penalty kill in the league we're, we're going to concede power play goals and we have there against a team that are as good as Sheffield. Yeah, especially against Sheffield, you really can't be doing that. Um, but in general, you know, I th- I felt like the the penalty kill was not too bad, I seem to remember, like a bit earlier in the season. And since then, it's just progressively getting worse. And, you know, again, I, don't, I can't tell you why that is, but... Um, you know, is it just a, a lack of effort? Is it a concentration thing? Um, you know, is it that again just seem to be unable to to select lines for for these things? Um, you know, we've we've seen it in every game. I mean, I don't remember two games in a row where we've had the same forward lines um, all season, apart from maybe last weekend but um in general it's it's always kinda it's always kinda mix and match um every week so <clears throat> you know I don't but yeah penalty kill has just been progressively getting worse. And yeah three like three power play goals against um or for Sheffield against us but yeah we just you really can't be taking penalties against a team like that. No, and uh, the penalty kill should be something that the team kind of takes pride in and stuff. It just doesn't really feel like that at the moment. It seems like they're kind of going through the motions and thinking, oh, well, you know, opposition teams are going to score here, but it's fine because we're on the penalty kill and our power play's all right. Well, unfortunately, the power play's going going backwards a wee bit. Um now third at uh, 
Um, mm. And unfortunately, kind of trending in, in the wrong direction. Uh, you know, I, I don't really know what the impact. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as saying, like, now that Combs and Pelic and Sanch are back in, the power plays kind of got worse, but can you can you rule that out really or is that just yeah i mean i, I don't know I, I i've not looked at it statistically i'm sure you could spend a long time doing that but you know we've got our yeah. top some top players back and that's that has has kind of gone backwards a wee bit unfortunately yeah it has it has um yeah i don't really know what the what the reason is for that again it's just much like everything else with the team last year, it's just very difficult to read week to week. Um, you know, I know Dyson's out just now, and I don't know, maybe that's having an effect on on the penalty kill, but he was playing in that game, the six, that 6-3 six, game as well, so it's not yep. It's not just that. You can't, you know, can't just pinpoint that. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then can I move, like, Obviously, talking about the the game the night after that down in Sheffield, the three two defeat. But again, you're going three 0 down in, in the first seven minutes, um, which forces a time out, and it's just again that's something else that we're seeing time and time again. It's conceding two, three, four goals at a time. Um, yeah, and you know the heads just go down and. There's no, there's no confidence in the, in this team. Um, you know, I I feel like they're kind of almost kind of like a weak mentality within the team, and I don't know how. I don't know how yeah. to fix that. Yeah, it's not like a a, a goal, a goal against is just kind of brushed off. Like it, mm-hmm. in a way, you know, they they should should be able to do that. But it just seems like it's leading to capitulations, as you say. The the following games, uh, conceding seven to <laughs> down. I've, how many yeah. times have we said conceding seven? <laughs> but that's what I'm going to call this podcast: conceded seven. Um, uh, yeah. So conceded seven down in Manchester, then five to them. Up in Brayhead, um, mm. kind of sandwiched those two results. Sandwiched a a six three win in Nottingham, uh, which I'm I obviously have to give credit for. We've got to try and still find the the positives in there because we were three 0 down again. Um, and then six six goals unanswered. And then Nottingham obviously going through their their own problems just now. And mm-hmm. I think it it like the the post match. I don't know if you saw, but the the post match interview with their assistant coach and then Aaron yeah. Fox from Sheffield yeah. uh, said a piece on it. I thought those were both really good. Just as an aside, um. And I kind of agree with everything that was said there. But the, the result itself, a good win. Um, six goals. Impressive, but it's the 
it's the Jekyll and Hyde-ness of this. And obviously Nottingham, not on a good run at all. So, so you, you maybe said, well, we'd, we'd possibly expect it out of those games. This is the one we'd win, but it's it's the Manchester results that concern me a lot more than the other the others. Oh yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I mean we know we know what what Nottingham are going through just now, and um, yeah, you just you obviously just you feel for the players and, and the coaching staff um, there at the moment. Um, so you can't really. I mean. I don't know. It's it's weird that you can't really, you almost can't count that game in a way. Um, but you know, I guess you kind of you do need to look at some positives and six six goals from six different forwards. You know, and in any other game would be would be seen as a as a positive, and you know something like that, and scoring those those five goals in the in the third period should. Should really like instill confidence in in the team, but if for whatever reason, it's just it's just game to game with this team. Um, there's just there's no consistency whatsoever. Um, you know, I think our our biggest win streak this year is three games. Um, so you know we're we're not going to be a team that's going to start our own games and you know make a real a, a real push in, in the league and try and get. To like towards kind of mid table because that that is something that's kind of starting to get out of our grasp at the minute as well. Um. So yeah, it, uh, sorry, on you go. I was just going to say it is. It's just strange because you go from from the kind of momentum gained from a five goal third period mm-hmm. uh, into that that Manchester game there at the weekend um, and just have another one of those those meltdowns a, a, a third period where we where we concede three goals and yeah. it's just that it's like you said about kind of a, a, a capitulation defensive errors I think sloppiness and just not the kind of fighting attitude that you want to see yeah, I was I had the 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 unfortunate um well I was on I was unfortunately at that game. <laughs> I was trying to find a word to describe it, but the unfortunate. The unfortunate of being a brayhead um for that game. And I did like you know, it's a fairly recent game, so we can talk about it a bit more. I think we were looked pretty positive kind of coming out of the blocks. I thought you know, the forwards looked pretty nippy and um, we did obviously get an early goal, um, power play goal. And, yeah, know, on a 5-1-3, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I. Um, but, you know, just from that, we never we never really kicked on. Um, you know, we, we did finish that period down 2-1, but, you know, I felt like we were... I felt like we were actually doing all right, you know, especially well, particularly forwards. I thought we were performing quite well. Um, uh, yeah, and then it just, you know, it gets to the third period again. You could see it a wee bit in the second period. It kind of dipped slightly, um, the performance. And then third period, it was just, 
I mean, yeah, just a total, a total collapse again. Um, and again, you're just sort of left wondering what's what's gone wrong and how how to fix it. I think defensively, yeah, we were really we were really poor. Um, there's no two ways about that. And um, netminding again has to come in it because. Um, there was yeah. because there wasn't any because there wasn't any yeah yeah those those are those are the times that you need you need some saves right you just need an it an it minder to just pull off a big save that you don't think they're going to do I, I think we we've lacked a wee bit of that obviously in most of the goals you can you know you can write them off but. I think with with the top netminders we've had, they would make saves at times. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't expect them to, but also that gives the team momentum and keeps them in the game. And we are we are lacking that. But it's really funny because it that kind of leads me on to the the Challenge Cup game before that, where I, I would I'd be nowhere near saying you saw a, a goaltending masterclass because you. You, you didn't, but two a nil nil game a nil nil game is so rare, and I think <laughs> yeah. defensively, Clan looked all right. You know, we, we didn't give up too many big chances. Mm-hmm. Um, could have scored a couple. I think that'll probably come back to bite us. Uh, but you know that 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 team then goes in and concedes seven and five and why what what is uh, what is the deal with that it's as if oh it's a it's a challenge cup semi-final we're, we're going to be up for this but then oh it's only a league game against manchester we'll just you know we'll, we'll turn up and and probably win this uh you know that that guilford game was was weird but good at times and and bad at others really yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, th- I think if you ask Jason Morgan, though, he'll tell you it was it was the best performance of the season. I think he said in his post game. Um, How can it so- be though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can't remember if it was that or if it was the game after. What was the game after that? Was that the seven three? Um, uh, so, so Manchester. the Guildford, the Guildford game was uh, on the. Saturday, the game after was the seven, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's down, down think in Manchester, was, yeah. I think it was after the it was after the seven three game, I think, in his post game he said um that he felt that the 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 players had maybe got a bit complacent from the night before or from like from the Guildford game. And I'm thinking, how can you possibly be complacent from the night before if you haven't scored in the game? Yeah, and comp- complacent for what reason that you've <laughs> you've played a, a a half decent game against a a team that are all right? I mean that's maybe been a bit harsh, but yeah, I mean, know, it's, well, it's, Guildford have picked up a bit. Yeah, I think they are trending upwards, but yeah, um, I don't I, know if I they still, just meant defensively. Maybe like maybe maybe he meant that. Um, yeah, we did. We were kind of solid enough. Guildford yeah. only had nineteen shots on goal. Uh, in that game, so I don't. If he's talking about that, then you know that's fine. That's okay. But yeah, you can't, you can't, 
you can't go from playing like that one night to conceding seven the next. Yeah. No, I agree. And then I think one comment from uh, the Manchester game, or or whether it was the Coventry one after, was that the top, you know, the top guys are here to to basically to to produce, and they haven't. Um, yeah. You know, the, the Coventry game. I think I, I can't recall all our results against them, but certainly a few of them have gone to. Uh, overtime and shootouts. I think honourable yeah. mention in, in that one to to Gary Hayden, who's who's really stepped up recently. Uh, with I think he scored he scored the the game tying goal and then a very nice shootout goal. So two two good points, a a, a rare a rare win for us. Um. But yeah, after that game or, or before it, Jason Morgan had said that the top guys just aren't aren't doing it. And I do I do agree with that, but I think it's more just the whole team, you know, it's it's just everyone at different times. Yeah, yeah no, it is. Um yeah, like as you said there, Gary Hayden obviously deserves a, a lot of credit. Um he's scored points in twelve of the last thirteen games. Um, which is which is unbelievable considering the the amount that we don't score. Um, yeah, and obviously the the Guildford game is the the only exception to that. So he's on a bit of a hot streak since Christmas. Um, yeah, he had a, a slower start move by his standards, mm-hmm. which was you know slightly I would say slightly unusual just because he'd been with us for a season. You know, normally sometimes it will take a guy who's new to the league a bit of time yeah. to get up to to get up to level. But uh, yeah, he's he's definitely doing really well now. One of the kind of shining lights at the moment, I think, is he is he third third in overall points in the league now or something like that. Yeah, as I um, seventeen points in in the last thirteen games. Just quick maths. Um, yeah, he's he's third overall, I think. Um, so he's a, I think he's ahead of uh, all Sheffield players. I think it's I think like Brian Valentini and Spencer Nass, I think are are one two. Um, and yeah. then I think incredible recruitment there from Dundee. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get don't get started on recruitment. Yeah, we won't. We it's won't separate, start. But it's a separate entity. Um, so in in all those games that we we talked about, uh, the, the good and bad, but twenty two goals scored and thirty three conceded. I'm I'm including the the one, the one OT goal Dundee scored in that. Uh, but you know you're. You're gonna have you're gonna have a few issues if you're conceding that many goals. Um, we're we're kind of mid table for goals for overall, but goals against where we're second second last, hundred and twenty six goals we've conceded so far. Um, and that that's definitely not a, like a compilation DVD I want to see, but <laughs> there's there's been 
so many soft ones in that, and that's that's my main issue, as I've said. Um, it's just you know you go from the the excitement of getting getting a win, and then it just seems to be spoiled the game after, and it can't yeah. be like that. We need to we need to put a run together because it's sliding away here. It's becoming a battle for playoff positions, I would argue. Oh yeah, definitely. And if you finish eighth here as well, not making the playoffs. It's simple as that, really. Sheffield are winning the league. Yeah. They're, go- they're going to beat whoever's in their path to get to the playoff final weekend. I've got absolutely no doubts about that whatsoever. Um we, are we one of are we one of only two teams to beat them? Is that uh, Fife and I think Guildford. Oh, okay. Have beaten them. Um, may have lost to another one, but I think it was three the last time recorded, and then five beat them. But I can't remember who else it was. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. Yeah, but well, we can do it in one game, but game to game, generally, we can't. Um. Yeah, and then it's the it's. The home record as well, you kind of touched on earlier on, is just unbelievably terrible. Um, probably, I mean, going back to that, like that from that Sheffield game, so like 6-3, 5-2, um, I think we lost 7-0 at home to, to Cardiff earlier in the season as well. Yeah. Um, so again, losing by, by big margins. Um, and you know, I'm just kind of sick of it, really. You kind of want to go, and I, I can't remember when was the last time we ran over the top of a team and just completely dominated from start to finish. Pre-COVID. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, could 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 be. Yeah. That's <laughs> just. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, at, at home, at home as well. At home, when you've got the crowd. Yeah. And you've got the atmosphere. The atmosphere at the Guildford game was was good, I thought. Um, and the team, you know, kind of as we've said, they 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 stood up to that. But all your your regular league games, it, it needs to be, you know, the team need to produce and and create that atmosphere. I, I definitely believe in that. Um, and it's just it's not happening at the moment. There's obviously. A lot of pressure on uh, the coaching staff, and you know, coming on to that, my kind of opinion is it it's it's getting that. Let's just say it's getting a lot harder to defend the way the way this is going. But in my opinion, I just don't see the club making a change just from you know the way they're speaking and talking about this planning and um the kind of future recruitment stuff i just don't get the impression that, that we're going to see a coaching change no i think unfortunately i agree with you but um i mean if if this continues till the end of the season and we sort of scrape into the playoffs is that is that really good enough especially if we if we lose to to guilford next week um then it's a it's a totally lost season once again. Um and you know, has there been any 
has there been any improvements um, from last year? I would I would say no. I think off ice, yes. Obviously, we've seen a lot of good um, happen in a, at the rink and stuff, but the on ice product is is not um, is not progressing, um, and especially you know if if I've spent a bit more on recruitment this year, then you know who who takes the flack for that. Yeah, and, and that's that's what we've said. Like the on ice is the absolute key to this. Yeah. Uh, the club's argument will be about the the off ice stuff, won't it? Um, well, always is. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's, and whilst, it's, whilst it's not that's good. It's not a sports team. It's it's a business. It's an off ice yeah. business, and then whatever happens on the ice is just a. Yeah, it's a bonus. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, well, I can't. Well, yeah, because everything was hyped up, obviously, to 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 get a higher place finish. I, I'd I'd like a I'd like an assessment made, you know, a, another interview now and and a realistic assessment made of what we think's happening, what the kind of direction is for the rest of the season. I think that would be good, but also. You know, possibly bad when you heard the heard the answer. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Um, I don't know. I mean, these these things only seem to happen after we've won a game, or you know, kind of pressure's eased off a bit. So, I suppose we've yeah, got to there. So there'll be something out this week. Yeah, there there will be. It's a it's a good point you make yeah. there because two wins in three the, games. How how great has the team been? Yeah. And the annoying thing that I'm coming on to now you've reminded me is, and obviously it's initially it's not annoying, right? So there was the re-signing of uh, mm. Mike Pellick and Charlie Combs announced. So taking that as a standalone thing, um, you know, very, very pleased with that. I think two of our better players, I think Combs has definitely made a difference. They've both made a difference since they came back, but Combs particularly because he was out for so long. Um, you yeah. know, I, I think sometimes recently he has made mistakes and he's looked a bit sloppy. He's not a defensive player. Uh, a couple of recent goals, I, I haven't really liked his part in those, but he's he's helped the offensive side of the team definitely. And then Pelic, I think we struggled without him with his face-offs and and general kind of goal scoring and everything else. So. If you were picking two guys to re-sign, they would at the time probably have been top of the list. It was a bit of a surprise to announce a re-signing in January. When have we ever done that? Um, mm, yeah. But it did it. It kind of struck me as a, you know, the the team's been pish at the moment. Let's release this news to sort yeah. of uh, calm things down a bit and actually. It was the whole, there was a ticket gate thing as well, wasn't there? Now I'm looking back at it. Yes, yes, there was that. So, yeah, again, um, the distraction techniques. I mean, yeah, do you, do you actually think that that's a real a real thing? Do you think they've, they've released that news that they've already kind of known about it and thought, right, we need to go with this now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
it just you know it, it does distract away from from the shambles that was ticket get um you know we don't need to go into any real depth about it i think it's been kind of talked to death and on podcasts and, and online um but I, I guess all i'll say is it was just you know another another mistake um yeah again by by the club and the way it was handled was um was very poor as well so yeah another another bad day at the at the clan office um all, all these good yeah all these good things then get spoiled by all of this yeah you know there's a lot of great stuff and then you get a wee bit of momentum and maybe there's a good result and a bit of good news about something and then you get a a thing that's really should never happen and creates a lot more uproar because of how poor it is than any of the good stuff. You know, it's yeah. like that, that kind of, the amount of discussion about that on by teams of fans of all teams even was huge, even though we've done other good stuff and, and brought players back and we've got, you know, Rob Lackovitz with his 900 games, which was which was great. So, you know, congratulations to him on that. I think it was good, you know, the club doing their presentation and stuff. Yeah, but all of that gets all of that gets hit like masked almost by the mistakes that come out and the the things that blow up for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's the ownership of it as well, and it's that lack of apology. I think was, um, you know, what particularly irked fans uh, at the time. It was just, yeah, the way it was handled was was very poor. Um, and you know, stuff like this is going to it's going to continue to happen because they've shown before that they don't learn from mistakes uh, and there's no accountability for it at the club. So, yeah, stuff like that is going to just continue to happen. Um, yeah, which is which is a not a good not a good thought. No, no. Um, but yeah, so sorry about where uh, Pelican. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Sorry. Yeah, I kind of went no, no, aside. Right. So, so positive thing that it, I've just basically done what the clan do and turned turned a good thing bad there. But yeah, resignings, yeah, resignings. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's good in a sense. Um, I'm going to skew negative again here. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking like it kind of feeds into. The, a point that you mentioned earlier as well about about the head coach, um, and I think that suggests as well that they're not looking to make a change there anytime soon. Um, by tying tying like both these guys up for next year, um, you know I think he will probably get another year, regardless. Even though you know it doesn't really, I don't, I don't think it works personally, but. Um, you know, I've seen people again talking about you know sacking coaches after a year, and this is just a thing that happens at the club. But you know, there is that. You know, our retention's not not great there. Um, but it's the recruitment side of it again. It's the recruitment's poor, um, and also the last time 
that we did stick with a head coach, it was Malcolm Cameron, and, and look what happened there. So, yeah. Yeah, the, the retention's not good because the what happens the year before is not, is not good. Yeah. You know, it's it's not good enough to, to reflect that we, we want to continue in that way. There was the... Pete Russell had, had done pretty well. I think the intention was for him to come back and obviously he didn't. Uh, but but since that, it's just, it's all been poor. So it's not something, I think obviously Malcolm Cameron had a very good spell towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, which kind of, you know, probably prompted the, the club to try and get him back. I think even if even if that happens or doesn't happen just now, I, I agree. I get the feeling that Jason Morgan's going to get a second year, but it just doesn't fill you with excitement, does it? Really, there's there's just something missing from the times that we've we've had the good coaches. Arguably, only really recently since Finnerty, really, and a bit of Pete Russell. There just doesn't yeah. feel like there's much connection between the crowd and the coach and the team and I think that goes quite a long way Yeah I mean um, you know it's, again folk talk about um, bringing in a coach that, that knows the league and um, you knows worked here before and knows how to recruit and knows how the season pans out blah 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 it, it's not that difficult to work out this league it's not difficult, you know. In sport, if you if you want to win, you know you want to you want to win every game. And my opinion is that we should be set up in that way. Now, obviously, we're we're not going to win every game, um, you know, with budgets and whatever, you know, the way they are. That's not going to happen. But what we should be doing though is is giving a hundred percent in every game, and that's the bare minimum. Um, and that's sorry, but that's always been talked about as a that's been talked about a requirement every season from all the coaches and club you know, club staff yeah. have talked about that and it's and it doesn't happen every year. Uh-huh. That is the minimum. And if if we actually did get that, then we wouldn't really have to talk about it. You know, we wouldn't be <laughs> talking exactly. about these seven bills and seven well. twos and whatever well. Maybe every yeah. so often you would, but you don't. No, you're right. My man. argument is that that doesn't happen if you've got hundred percent buy-in and effort from everybody. I just don't think it does. No, I agree. You know, again, we've heard this year. You know, the, the parity in the league is uh, it's closer than it's ever been. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But is it end up, well, to an extent. I think you know with with a few teams. I think it is. Um, obviously, Sheffield are kind of running away with it, and I think you know other teams are now starting to pick up um, a bit of form. Guildford, Cardiff, Belfast, probably to an extent as well, um, all starting to pick up. And then there's another group that we're probably at the lower part of. Um, yeah, and we're struggling now to to kind of keep pace with them, I guess. So. Yeah, I think for a time though there was, um, you know, there was a handful of points separated 
second and second to eighth or ninth or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, throughout the throughout the season, though, the the bear teams will will start to pick up and and pull away from the group, which is obviously what's happened here. Um, but yeah, yeah, just in general, it's not. I mean, you want to go, you want to see a hundred percent in every game, and you want to see an attractive style of hockey. And you know, if if we can't do that with the players that we've got, then change it. If we can't do that with the coach we've got, then that needs to change as well. Yeah, just I mean, just about to come on to that. I was just just thinking like the the parity thing. Um, see if you have got a league that you that the coach agrees is very even. Why why have we got a team that? Can I think go into games thinking we're just going to win this? You know, the, the team <laughs> yeah. must know every game's difficult. So, yeah, and it doesn't still, take if a the league's to like that. that out. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, right. I agree though. I mean, changes needed to something, and, and I don't just mean. Changing lines, you know what? We know what, that what are we going to see? Nah, we've 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 done a bit of everything. What 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 are we going to need to see here? Um, I'll 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 make changes to this order, and that I'll come in with some of the, um, you know, list listeners' comments at, at this point because they're kind of relevant to what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, so Alistair Thorne was asking. If we've got players who are capable of forming balanced lines, is it a kind of group of individuals? Should we bring in another coach in the summer? And what kind of positive can we build on? Um, And I think that was kind of echoed by Scott EMT as well, with a a similar sentiment about coaches surviving it. Um, Taylor as well, six wins in last year. You know, comparing stuff to last year, what's causing the players to be average? So they're kind of all the same things. Like I, I think we have got a team that seems like individuals at the moment. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, for I don't know whatever reason. Um, I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't tell you why that's happening. We're not so privy to what goes on behind the scenes at the club so um, we can only speculate by watching watching games and watching highlights um, and you know from that it's very difficult because it is very game to game um, you know I think we've had like we've had a few shutouts this year yeah incredible you know, crying out for shutouts last year two years ago Um I think it was March before Shane Starrett got his first shot. So I mean that tells <laughs> like, you. That's just that's hilarious, isn't it? Really. Yeah. So I mean, you think of it from that point of view. You know, we've got we've got players there that can do it, but it's just it's the consistency. Um, so yeah, why is it so why is it so good one week and and so bad the next week? Yeah, like Callum Stewart, six wins from 29 should be enough evidence of our problems. Uh, yeah. 
Nigh Trump, why are we trying to walk the puck into the net every game? Is uh, is this what Morgan has us practicing? I, I would I would hope not, but it is a good kind of general point about you know that sometimes I think we're not good to watch. Yeah, we we maybe are overplaying as well, but I think also sometimes we're just not getting into scoring areas. I think that. Challenge mm. Cup game against Guildford, we had a few kind of grade A chances. But apart from that, I think we lacked, and I think you um, tweeted it out, that we kind of lacked cohesion and and just any real connection from the forward lines. And I think, I think yeah. you do see that. Like, you see that in the goals we concede and the chances that we also don't make. Like, it works both ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, as we've said, he's kind of chopped and changed the, the forward lines um, about and nothing seems to be working. So, you know, how, how do we fix that? How do you, how do you remedy that? Um, it's a tough one because, you know, on paper, again, going back to the start of the season, I think we were quite happy, quite positive about, about the forward group. Um you know, I think we'd maybe had had Hayden as like a as a second line type of guy. So, you know, even from that point of view, he's our top point scorer. Um, I mean, yeah, are, are other guys just underperforming, or like what is? Uh, are they being coached correctly to to their strengths? You know, um, you know, I think it's maybe been said as well. That there's there's maybe a leash on on some of the guys, which is maybe causing um, you know guys like Combs and, and Sonch to try and try and do stuff by themselves, uh, you know, and maybe be a bit more selfish in these games. But yeah, some I like some some of these guys do need an element of that for sure, mm-hmm. and I, and I think they are they are two of them. Like you can't Charlie Combs doesn't strike me as somebody who's going to be like just playing to the structure of the whole game. Some of the best stuff that these guys do is as you know kind of instinctive. Yeah. And you've seen good results from that but the rest of them I think kind of almost need to compensate for that in a way and, and it feels like that's not really happening. So so when your, your top guys like Jason Morgan said aren't really doing it and also aren't helping out defensively you just get this kind of catastrophic performance every couple of weeks where we're just getting hammered. Um, John McIntyre had asked about changing up the the power play to have a a bigger guy like Soller Bolton screening the goalie. Um, You know, I I think it's it's, it's a good point, but... um, you know, I don't even there. A lot of this to me just doesn't seem that. Ta- all the issues just aren't that tactical for me. I think we're just not getting the best out of what we've got. Yeah, we're not. We're not getting the best, and you've got you've got a guy like Pelic who, who would be ideal for that kind of thing. Um, but to me, is that's very much a sort of Malcolm Cameron type of tactic. 
you know, yeah. sort of put pucks on net and um, you know, have a big guy in front of in front of goal or so. Yeah, be a bit a bit more kind of physical from that point of view. But yeah, that doesn't. I don't think that works with the team that we've got. Just um, you know, the way that the way that they're set up, the guys that we've brought in, Combs, Sonj, um, Craighead, you know, Barry as well, who's you know came in after the start of the season. Um, you know, these are all kind of small, nippy guys, and um, you know, we should. I think we should be getting be getting a lot more out of out of you know their strengths and. Um, yeah, I just I don't know the way the way that we're set up is just not. I don't know. Yes, it's, it's kind of like a mix of everything and kind of nothing all at once. Yeah, it is. I I agree. Where you, I think I, I'd said this, but like when you're signing guys from other teams, that's good. But these these guys also play well because of you know their teammates and how they're set up. Yeah. Like, you know, if we just said, right, we're going to go and get Ryan Valentini next season. That's great, but he's, in my mind, not going to do as well as he did this year. Um, And then, you you know, you also get targeted. You you kind of get like a free year for a bit, or certainly most of the season. And then teams suddenly go, oh, this guy's a good player. Like, if you'd you'd have looked at Valentini before the the season started, which we probably do, because we look at everyone in that mad analysis episode we do. We probably didn't say this guy's going to be top scorer in the league, because because no. why would he be? But just sometimes the group that a coach gets works, and that has um, nail polish girl. Who who's your unsung hero so far this season? Just to kind of. Um, well, I, I think there's well potentially two. I, I think I think Luke Lynch has been has been pretty good. Um, again, kind of on and off though, but recently he's been he's been he's been quite good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Gary Hayden though because I feel like although he's a top point scorer, he often goes kind of under the radar and it's maybe not as appreciated. As much um, amongst the fans, and I think we've kind of seen that from players like that previously as well. You know, Matt Becker, especially towards the end of his time with us, uh, was certainly not a fans' favourite. Um, yeah, Alex Levitt as well. You know, these these guys are here to to score points and put up points, um, and you know if that's if that's what they're doing. Then, in, in this case, particularly with Gary Hayden now, thank God he's doing it. Because if if he's not doing it, then nobody is. Yeah, I think you kind of almost notice these guys when they're not there. For sure, that's a good way to to describe it. Hayden would be would definitely be one of them. He's he's done really well recently. Um, it's hard for me to even say who I would think. I mean, Lynch, yeah. Um, I think, you know, could could we even put, like, 
I was going to say Rob Lackowitz in that, but he's he's had praise. Or Forbes, maybe Forbes, that one of those two that are doing yeah. a kind of decent job, but Lackowitz has sort of dropped off his on his points a bit, but I think is is still playing a, a big role in the team. I don't know, it's hard to say, um because there's there's not been too many good things. Um, yeah, yeah, so, and yeah. I think when there are good things, then people will point them out. So, you know, Reese Kelly maybe would be a shout, but again, he's had quite a bit of praise um, Yeah, this season. I think he's been really good. Yeah, maybe maybe Lynch is the, is the one there, or Hayden, like you say. Lyncher. Um, yeah, Lyncher. Very good against Coventry, particularly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Lisa Hunter said that hopefully these lines might be kept. Um, we kind of mentioned the change in the lines. Uh, Dave, Dave Plummer actually talked about that as well. Is the, is the shuffling of lines causing more issues? Why was the arena so flat on Saturday night, even pre-third period? The line shuffling, I think, is just coming with the lack of Morgan knowing what his best lines are and knowing how to get the best out of this team. It just seems to be the go-to um, thing to do without actually changing players, you know, without bringing guys in. That's that's your go-to thing. Mm. Sometimes it works at the moment. I don't really think anything's working too well. No. Um yeah, I don't know. Was it the Nottingham, the Nottingham game, and then the Manchester game? So I think the lines were the, the same for those games because we'd scored six. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. Like you've got, I mean, I don't. I've kind of, I've ha- I've hammered some guys on on this podcast, um, previously. But Reed Patrick is not. He's not a top line player. Um, you know why he's playing. I, I, I just I can't see why why he's playing there. I think he would be maybe useful as a third, fourth line type of grinder. <laughs> Great word. <laughs> a sandpaper guy. He's a sandpaper guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, you know, he could be useful in in that role, but I just don't. He's not a he's not a top two line player for me. Um, not in his know, current form for sure. No, you don't. You're not getting much out of him at all, really. Um, in terms of you know playing with guys like Hayden and, and Combs, and uh, it's just yeah, it's just not. That that's not working out. I can't continue. I just don't think he really knows how to best utilise the lines, which I don't think helps with the players as well. Um, you know, guys thrive off playing together with someone. You can get to know what their strengths and weaknesses are when you're playing with the same people. You're playing with the same guys. You know, every game. Um. And that's just not been the case for us. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know, maybe a, a potential there, but yeah, 
Yeah, there, and there is, of course, the argument that the coaches see them every day. And I do think there's a lot of weight to that. Um, but it's just, for me at the moment, it's a group that no matter what you do, you're you're not getting the best out of a, a good few of them. And that's why we're, we're having those issues. Uh, you know, you need more than just three or four forwards a night doing well, which I think is all we're kind of getting at times at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, and leading to those issues. And then defensively, obviously, it's just been all over the place. Uh, but, you yeah, know, let's, so. it, it just doesn't, it doesn't strike me that they're, like, I don't think we're just going to see loads of changes now. Because is there a feeling of, yeah, you know, the fans just want to see changes and we are just trying to build something so we don't want to be seen to to be making rash decisions? I, I don't know. It's hard. I, I think that definitely we need some one or two personnel changes. I think defensively it, it's just all over the place, as I've said. We need something in there. Yeah, I think we need a we need a spark um, somewhere in the team. But then you know, the guys that have brought in Barry, Patrick, um, Roach, Roach, yeah, again, you know, not consistent enough really. Um, yeah, Roach is an interesting one because I I feel like he did start well, and uh, yeah, I don't know if it's just playing with this team or whatever but <laughs> I can make yeah it can make it an everyday struggle really yeah yeah um so yeah I mean even like you know so far in season recruitment's not going well so yeah who's to say you know if we do bring in one or two more then is that going to improve anything I, know, I suppose I've, you can't you can't stop trying. I know, but it's just you can't. No, you can't. You can't, and that's what I don't. I don't want them to just not do anything. That's what I mean. Uh-huh. Because because we're just going to keep doing this same thing. If 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 there's nothing changes, then you know I think I think we're just going to see the same inconsistent results. We'll get one every couple of games and go off. You know there is something there. But then follow up with a, a seven goal hammering. So, um, and you know to kind of round off like it, it's not not getting any easier because <laughs> the next two games, Sheffield home and away, um, then the Challenge Cup second leg, and then Belfast at home. So, firstly, I think. Firstly, that let's look at Challenge Cup second leg. It's essentially become a just a a regulation game because the first one was was ended in a draw. Um, going down to Guildford, we've definitely got a chance, or more of a chance than I would say we have had in previous years, and and also having seen the first leg, uh, I think we needed to score to be ahead. Going down there because <laughs> so are we yeah. are we gonna are we gonna concede? Yes, we are. Uh, 
So I don't know, but do you know actually I kind of have a wee fancy for us in that. Oh, um, I, I'm really? gonna, uh, yeah, I do, I do. For for all this bad stuff, I think if the motivation is right, which it was in the first leg, then we can perform. I'm gonna. I think we might go through that. Can score. Uh, yeah, but the but the Sheffield games, I just think. I I think we're gonna lose. Uh, Belfast at home, certainly a bit closer because they've they've not been anywhere near their level either. Recently, anyway. Uh, so you know that we, we've got a wee chance there, but I think going into that Challenge Cup, we're we're not going to get anything from Sheffield, but we are going to be in the Challenge Cup final. Okay. All right. Uh, I I wish I could share your enthusiasm for that. Um, the, that is the kind prob- of blind into kind of blind. Well, yeah, I mean the the, the problem that I've got is that 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 could happen. You be be go down there and be put a really good road game. I guess kind of on the road we have been a bit better, but Guildford at home as well. They've they've also been pretty good. Um, and I know it's a cup competition and. You know, it might not go the same way as, as the league, but um, I just I don't know. I can't. I just can't see it. I just think Guildford will have too much for us. Um, I think we needed to take a take a lead down there, but but then we did we did the same thing against Cardiff, didn't we? So we went there and got the result that we needed. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Can be done, but I don't share your your positivity as much mm. okay I think maybe I think part of that as well is the, the two games against Sheffield before that you know I think particularly if we take another thrashing um, in one of those games then it's yeah it's, it's difficult again mentally to, to get yourself up for that I, I think teams are almost writing off games against Sheffield at the moment, as yeah. if they as yeah. if they didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So that that that's why it doesn't hold as much significance for me. Um, you know, if, if you'd said right, we're playing five the night before, and even if we lost a close one, I think that would have more of an impact than going down and losing in Sheffield. Because if we if we sort of kind of compete for a bit. I think teams we're almost seeing that as more of a positive than uh, than some other stuff, but I I don't know. I mean, one of us needs to be positive, so why not? And it's me. So you're so you're taking as getting nothing from any of those games. What about the Belfast one? Uh, another loss. Right, okay. So when, the next win, Nottingham away on the 11th of Feb? Possibly, possibly. Okay. It's a, it's a bleak, bleak start to February. Yeah. Then from from our point of view? Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, that's, that's the trend, the trend with this team. You know, everything's kind of getting a bit slightly worse 
um, you know, power play, penalty kill. Um, you'd mentioned how many goals we'd conceded, but goals goals against per game were the worst in the league as well. So, yeah, another one to add to the ever-growing stats that are not in, not in our favour. Yeah. I wonder how those stats kind of compare statistically to other seasons. It would be interesting. I'm sure at times we've conceded a lot of goals but have been scoring more. Uh, and that kind of masked that wee bit. Yeah, but I it's, think, it's, um, it's brutal. Like you'd, you'd mentioned the home form. What were we in the last... Are we worst home form or is it second worst? Oh, I don't know actually. We're, um, we're we're down there anyway. The last home game that we won was um was that against Fife? Surely not. I think it may have been. I think it may have been the fo- that four one game. Um just before New Year, where I, I thought we were pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Is that the one where Owen was injured? Yes, uh uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, and then they beat us the following night. Yeah. They did, yeah. Yeah. We can we can see they'd seven. Just Yeah, did we? No surprise there. Just <laughs> like most weeks in. No, exactly. Uh and then before that you need to go back to uh the first of December where we beat Belfast three one at home. But yeah, two two wins since um since November at home. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very bleak. Bleak like this whole episode has been. I can only apologise for that. I know, but, it has. But it pe- has. People, people knew it would be, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Had to come to expect that now. Well, what, what about you then? So you'd said a win in Guildford. Win in Guildford. Nothing against Sheffield. Nothing against Sheffield. Not even an overtime? No. Okay. No. Belfast at home? Eh... Uh, Belfast at home, we'll get one point. Okay. Get one point, and then we'll beat Nottingham away. Okay. So maybe a wee bit, a wee bit more positive, but uh, I don't really know why. Don't know why I've suddenly become this kind of. I don't even know what I've become, but more, optim- <laughs> more optimistic than before. Yeah, so I think well, I think I'd I'd sent a tweet out in January. I think when we were halfway through the season, um, twenty-seven games to go. I think it was Glasgow Clan Live that tweeted it out. Twenty-seven games to go, and I tweeted saying we'll have a like a nine nine win record, eighteen losses, and it's kind of panning out that way. That's the kind of trajectory trajectory that we're on. So. Bill, what what a nice what a nice way to round it off, really, isn't it? Um, but even if even if we do beat Sheffield, get to the Challenge Cup final, and beat Belfast, I'll still expect that the next game will we will concede seven. This is just, I'm just yes. resigned to knowing that that's the way this team's going to be. Um, so yeah, that's that's the way it is. How do we fix it? Well, who knows? We, we, 
That's why we've Morgan given some suggestions, yeah. That's why he gets paid. He gets paid to go down to Coventry and and <laughs> and make the right make the right decisions and Sheffield they, and yeah, Manchester, Nottingham, Nottingham, yeah, all these places, yeah. all these places. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. Th- those are my thoughts. Those are those are everyone's thoughts. Um, I I don't think I had anything else to cover this week. Did you? Uh, no, I think so. One of the one of the comments. So David mentioned about the about the arena being quiet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, it was just um, it was just to quickly can I echo that as well. I did think um, it wasn't as loud. I think it kind of started loud, and then as the game went on, it just kind of drifted away a bit. But I think that I think that's just down to what we're what you're seeing on the ice. Um. To be honest, you know, even even though we kind of started bright, we were two one down at the end of the first period. So, yeah, I think you just kind of need to see a bit more from the players. Yeah, a lot that more spur on the fans. Agreed, agreed. Um, so yeah, that, I mean that that is it. Uh, that's us. That's us. I think the way I would end it would be, um, let's look forward to. To get into the Challenge Cup final, that's going to be our season highlight. I'm calling it now. Apart from that, scraping in the playoffs and yeah, out out of the first hurdle. But we'll we'll see you all in the Challenge Cup final. <laughs> we'll see you next <laughs> so, season. Yeah, th- thanks for <laughs> thanks for everything, all your interactions. We'll see you in a Challenge Cup final, <laughs> and yeah. and maybe next episode. Yeah, we'll try and not leave it as long this time. Yeah. Agreed. Um, no, okay. No promises. Yeah. Let's see. But thanks again, everyone, and catch you next time. Cheers.